Hey, everybody. I need to take a moment out of this podcast just to uh, talk to you just briefly about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to make this podcast, and I have to tell you that it is a game changer. I was really nervous about how to find the time to record my podcast and to get it out to the world, and Anchor made it such an easy process. Everything is in one place. You just sign up. It distributes everything to all of the different um, platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those. And literally all you need to do is record and edit uh, just straight from the platform. It is a game changer because it's so easy. Check it out today um, by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I highly recommend it. It's what I use and it has been a game changer for myself and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go check it out. Hey everybody, it's Tara Bryan and you are listening to the Course Building Secrets Podcast. All right, here we are at the very end of 2019. So happy new year to y'all. I am uh, happy to have this year and decade behind me. Um, such a great year, such a lot of learning and um, new directions, new paths. Um, so super exciting. So at some point we'll do a reflection on 2019. But for today, I want to talk about the difference between context and theme when you are designing your course. So what we believe in uh, at the agency when we're working with companies who are training their employees to either improve their performance, uh, you know, do a skill better, learn something new, and um, and really be able to be you know, at the fastest path to actually being able to do their job well and get results for the business, right? So that's ultimately the goal when you're training employees is how quickly can you get them up to speed to be successful so they can do their job or do their job better or get promoted to the next job or whatever it is that we're teaching, right? Um, so, So that's one core component. The other core component is if you're, you know, changing culture or, you know, adding a new product or a new way of doing things within the business, you want to help your employees practice and be able to uh, really apply it directly to their job as quickly as possible, right? Or to their work. And so that's always the goal when we're working with agents, with uh, companies in the agency when we're creating courses is how quickly can we get people uh, to the point where they're performing on their job, whatever it is that they need to be doing, right? And so when we think about that, the fastest way to get somebody from where they are today to where you want them to be in the future to get that result that you're looking for is to put them as quickly into the context of how they're going to be doing the work as possible. So context in this situation means, you know, how can we put them in their work situation, how can we simulate, how can we practice, how can we put them into real life situations where they're practicing what we're teaching them in an online environment, in a classroom environment as quickly as possible so they can start uh, transferring it into what they actually are doing on the job, right? So as quickly as we can, you know, teach them 
you know, and simulate how they need to be doing it is, is the goal. So context becomes super important. However, the more that, that behavior needs to change, the more that people's mindsets and, um, and different things need to be adjusted, the more that that happens, the more you need to add in some, some themes, some um, additional ways for people to learn to break that preoccupation, right? To just break that sort of dependency or structure that they have on what they're used to. So let me give you an example. When we were uh, teaching uh, at a particular concept at a company, they were a group of, of medical practitioners. And in the medical profession, what happened a couple years ago was that they changed the way that the coding system worked for how to code uh, various diagnoses that were happening um, when, when you know, physicians or practitioners would go and see a patient, they would document, you know, what would happen, right? They broke their right arm in this particular bone, in this particular location, you know, all of this. And so they changed the way that they had to code those in the computer. So, and, and all of this happened because uh, the industry moved from paper medical charts to computer medical charts. And so at the same time, they changed the way and really standardized the way that people were documenting uh, diagnoses for, for patients. So as you can imagine, this was a huge undertaking, um, not only to teach people how to use the new systems, but also to th- how to think differently about the way that they were, you know, almost naturally and automatically at this point, thinking about diagnosing patients. So they needed to add a lot more specificity. There was um, just a a whole different language that they used to be able to do this. So what we couldn't just do was say, well, here you go, you're going from seven or you're going from nine to 10 and here are all the changes and, you know, just apply these back to your job, right? There's a little bit more to it than that because we had to change the way we, we sort of had to change that natural state that people had. So we added a theme around that particular thing. And um, and the theme was twofold. One was we sort of took on the Mission Impossible theme and made it Mission Possible. So everything that we did was a, about making it possible for them to change this way of thinking. And then we illustrated that by uh, creating uh, an example or um, story around, you know, that it's similar to when you have to drive on the opposite side of the road, right? So if you're in the United States, you, we our um, steering wheel is on the left side. If you're in uh, London, your steering wheel is on the right side, right? So while you're doing exactly the same things, the, the level of energy it takes to think about what you're doing is, is just exponentially higher because all of a sudden you have to pay attention because you're driving on a different side of the road. And so to use that example and that analogy helped them really be able to identify that what they were struggling with was just that, right? The mechanics of what you're doing when you're driving are the same, but the focus and the attention that you need to put on something, if you're driving on the opposite side of the road, all of a sudden feels really uncomfortable 
and you have to actually think about what you're doing. And that was just the transition that had to happen when they moved from one system to the other. And so by doing that, by creating that, by having the theme, it really allowed people to immerse themselves in a different environment, which helped sort of, um, you know, shift in their mind what was happening. So the more your learners need to sort of go through a transformation or a shift in order to really be able to apply what you're teaching, the more it makes sense to add a theme. And a theme can be anything that you can think of, right? It could be, you know, around Mission Impossible. It could be around any other kind of movie or theme. It could be around, um, uh, you know, anything else that you would find, right? Like scouting or um, traveling or uh, like a, a fair or a carnival or a city or, or something, right? So if you think about... Um, looking at themes, you can go and look at movies, you can Google, you know, different um, sort of different themes for whatever your thing is. um, And think about how you can put that together and what that looks like. Then to take it to the next level, which we're always thinking about taking things to the next level, right? Take it to the next level, you can really then take that and add some gamification elements to it that allow that experience to just go one level up from where it is today. So if you if you go from taking your your just basic content to think about how you can simulate and practice uh, what you're teaching, right? So somebody can actually apply it to their work, their business, their whatever they're doing, right? As as contextually accurate as possible, that's great. Then add the layer of if there needs to be this big change transformation and sort of thinking model difference that you may want to layer on a theme on top of that. And then to really take it up, you could reward and um, and really build some energy around that theme. So can you take some of, of pieces of that theme and put them into a physical uh, box or something that you can deliver? Can you um, add leveling or badging or leaderboards or something around that particular theme, right? So those are ways to gamify it, to bring it to that next level, which we'll talk about at another podcast. But the the important piece that I, I just wanted to share today was that while it's important to think about how do you get somebody to practice and and how do you simulate what you want them to do so they can be successful and really be able to uh, to conceptually apply it right away. So if you think about like a lot of times when, uh, if you look back when you were in school, your your professors or your teachers would say, you know what, it's really important for you to take notes and take your test in the same environment because you tend to be triggered by things that are happening in that environment, right? That's context. So you're, you're paying attention to where you're doing something and simulating that as much as you are teaching the content. And um, and then, again, if, the, if there's a mental shift that needs to happen, sometimes people need to play. Sometimes people need to 
adjust their mental model. And in order to do that, they have to get completely out of the context, right? In order to change the fact that you get in your car and you drive somewhere and you don't even realize that you're there, right? Because it's so automatic for you that you don't even think about it anymore. You, you know, go to London and all of a sudden everything that you've been doing automatically that you haven't even thought about in so long becomes new again, becomes difficult. That's that that mental shift that will happen when you help somebody by creating a little bit of a fun, playful theme, or it I mean, it could be serious, a serious theme as well, but just something that, that sort of knocks them differently. So hopefully this serves you. And if you are working on your course right now and are really struggling with either number one, like struggling to get the energy to build the course, try a theme, like try wrapping it around a theme because it may just trigger your own creative juices and change your own mental mindset of, of, you know, what it is that you're teaching. So definitely consider that if you're kind of in a weird place right now where you're stuck or you're getting tripped up with some mindset issues or false beliefs, go play with it a little bit. Come up with a theme. Um, and if you're, you know, in the place where you're starting to, to design your course, first and foremost, make sure that you're building in practice and, and realistic application and simulation type activities uh, for your learners to practice so they can be successful. But within that, how can you add in a layer of, of fun, of theme, of something that's just a little bit different that surprises and delights your learners. So with that, I will leave you have a fantastic rest of your day and we will chat again soon. If you found value in this podcast and other podcasts of mine that you've been listening to, I would love for you to rate the podcast and share it with your friends. The more, the merrier. We'd love to increase our listenership in this podcast. So in 2020, we are running forward and really being able to help more people. So All right. Take care. Hey, everybody. Wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp. Other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and Um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us in the show notes. There should be a QR code and this link 
for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.